You're listening to podcast episode 21, my exclusive interview with Karen Ford, award-winning author, master financial coach, entrepreneur, and public speaker. Welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally show, sharing God's prescription for total health in spirit, soul, and body. I'm your host, Rakesia McMillan, award-winning author, Air Force veteran, and total health coach. I'm passionate about sharing biblical truth, scientific research, and practical lifestyle approaches to help heal your world naturally. Did you know that there are roughly 2,000 verses in the Bible about money? Being financially healthy is just as important as being physically healthy. A number of studies reveal that financial stress can lead to poor physical health and ongoing stress about money has been linked to migraines, heart disease, diabetes, sleep problems, marital problems, poor work performance, and more. For years, studies have shown that people in debt have higher rates of mental health issues like depression and anxiety than those who are debt-free. Truly, this is not God's will for our lives. St. John 10.10 reminds us that Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. In this exclusive interview, Master Financial Coach Karen Ford shares her passion about how she has coached people with a variety of money issues, from just $500 in debt to $800,000 in debt. Using proven biblical principles, she has coached individuals with up to 86 credit cards and taught them how to pay down and pay off those credit cards in record time. She encourages others to break the shackles of debt and gives valuable insight into building wealth so they can experience financial freedom. Her number one Amazon best-selling book, Money Matters, is a discovery for many. This book is not only motivational, but practical. She is an avid real estate investor who enjoys buying, selling, and flipping properties. Karen has even bought properties for as little as $10 and turned a few dollars into thousands. In Money Matters, she provides keys to demolishing debt, shares how to budget correctly, and gives principles in wealth building. By applying practical lifestyle changes along with biblical wisdom, you too can experience a life overflowing with abundance and financial freedom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, award-winning author and master financial coach, Karen Ford. Thank you so much. Oh, I am super excited to be able to host you on today. And I think you're one of my first uh, individuals that I've had to really talk about financial coaching and money matters. And I'm just, again, thrilled to, to have you with me today. I am thrilled to be on here with you as well. <laughs> <laughs> and before we get into the show, Karen, I'd just like to open up with an icebreaker question. And can you let our audience, our listeners know, what is it that you are doing in your world right now 
that is rocking your world naturally? Rocking my world naturally right now is uh, actually speaking engagements and uh, having financial freedom seminars. Mm. And you know, when you, when you said that it's something about speaking and, and flowing in your gift, it just kind of gives you that energy and that just a, a whole nother level because you're pouring out and, and sharing so much wisdom with others. That is so very true. <laughs> That's so true. Nikara, you're, you're not only a financial coach, but you are a master financial coach. You're a, a public speaker. You're an entrepreneur, an author. And so how did your journey begin with you getting into the area of even just having an interest in finances? That is a loaded question that you just asked. <laughs> but I am actually a registered nurse, but I haven't practiced as a registered nurse for several years. And my journey began with always wanting to help people. I, as long as I can remember, even as a child, I wanted to help people and I naturally wanted to become a nurse. Well, long story short, short several years ago, a friend of mine said, Karen, I think you need to get some more training in financial coaching because you're really good at it. You're good with money. You're good with numbers. And I think you should do that. So I did. And oh my, the passion just lit up on the inside of me. Mm. And I find it so very rewarding to be able to help people, especially in the area of finances. So to answer your question, as a nurse, I helped people get healthy physically. And now as a master financial coach, I help people get healthy financially. So, <laughs> and both are very important. <laughs> they are because, you know, sometimes there are more times often than not when a client does come to me for health coaching and some of the questions that I do ask are related to their financial health. And it is just an overwhelming majority of individuals are so stressed out. They have anxiety. They have, you know, they can't sleep because they're just so bombarded by the financial pressures of life. And so when you have that financial burden or that weight on you, it begins to to affect your physical health as well. Oh, it absolutely will. I've, I've coached people that had high blood pressure issues or, you know, stress is such a, uh, a daunting thing to experience. And when people have financial issues, they carry that stress many times, as you know, in your, in their bodies. Mm -hmm. So sometimes people experience, you know, they're, they're overweight. They, they don't, they're not motivated to exercise or anything because they're depressed. They have anxiety they don't know what to do about their finances, their debts. They just feel pressure from all sides. And that's where I come in and I help them uh, and, and show them. It's always good to have another pair of eyes uh, because sometimes when you're in a situation, you can't see your way out. It has to be somebody from the outside looking in, and and it's obvious to me. It's almost like I have a magnifying glass, and I I'm able to see a clear picture. It's it's very clear to me. So I will ask a series of questions and and find out what their financial situation is, and of course that is all kept uh, very confidential. And then after I find out 
their financial situation. Now I want to change their focus. And I begin asking them, where do you see yourself in 20 years? Where do you want to be in 20 years, 10 years, five years? What kind of dreams, aspirations, things do you want to do? And, and they can begin seeing themselves and verbalizing what they want to do. I want to be debt free. I want to be able to travel. You know, I want to be able to, and they start listing these things. And that's where I want them to start seeing themselves. Because if you see it, you can be it. And, and that's a nugget right there. If you can see it, you can be it. It's so very important to have a vision. Mm. Uh, and I know both of us are Christians and some yes. of the majority of the listeners are listening. Habakkuk says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Yes. So what happens if we don't have a vision for our lives? We're unrestrained. That's what that means. We're unrestrained. That's what that word perish means. It means we're unrestrained. We're just doing whatever, mm -hmm. however, whenever. And <clears throat> when we have a vision, when we have a dream, it's so very important to write it down. Mm -hmm. The scripture says, write the vision that they may run that, read it. Yes. In other words, I've had people say, well, this is what I do. This is, this is my budget each month. And I say, where is that budget? Well, it's in my, it's in my brain. No, I appreciate the fact that it's in your brain, but we need to put it on paper for two Amen. reasons. Number one reason is you won't follow it unless it's written down. Mm -hmm. Number two reason is it causes you to focus, mm -hmm. you know, light in a room, you know, will, you know, it'll light up the room, but the majority of the light is you know, being extended is where the light fixture is. Mm -hmm. But that same light, if it's poignant, pointed at a particular object, and I'm thinking of laser surgery, yes. that is light under pressure with a specific purpose. So when you're looking at your finances and you have a vision, yeah. write that vision down because that actually gives your vision purpose. Yes. If it's written down. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love everything that you just said, Karen. And I think it's so appropriate because with this being the year of 2020, Ooh, yeah. um, <laughs> I know that there is, I, I was just at a service last night and um, one of the prayer leaders was mentioning that so many individuals have said that not only is 2020 the year of um, vision, but it is also the year of the voice. And so combining those two together and really having a, an idea of where it is that, okay, God, help me to see where I'm going as well as say what it is that I desire to have in my life when it comes to the financial foundation of where I am, because like you said, sometimes when you're in it, you can't see it. But when you have someone come up alongside of you that can help you and to support you, to um, push you into a wealthy place or that fruitful place financially, yes. it makes all of the difference mm. in the yes. world. And it's just human nature. If we don't write things out, and I, I truly believe, I love the scripture that you, you shared in Habakkuk 2 and 2, that it is just human nature to forget things. And if we don't have things before us continually before you know it, you know, we just don't 
remember it, but if we have it written out and constantly, continually before us and in our mind, it's going to be that much easier to stay focused, as you said, to pursue that, that goal that we have set out financially. That is so very true. That is so true. You know, when a person has vision, they'll start moving towards that vision. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking about, you know, traveling. Let's say you want to take a vacation. Let's say you're going to go to Disney World in Florida. Well, mm-hmm. the first thing that you're going to do, or one of the first things you're going to do, is you're going to map out how you're going to get there. Mm-hmm. And what I have found when it comes to the area of finances is people want to become debt-free, they want to build wealth, they know what their destination, but they haven't mapped out how they're going to get there. And that's where I come in. You know, it's easy to come up or easier to come up with the destination. And that's great to have the destination of being debt-free and and getting rid of credit card debt and building wealth. And and that's wonderful. But now to make that destination occur, now we need to write it down. What is, we know the destination. Now, how are we going to get there? Nobody would plan to go to Disney world and not come up with a plan on how they're going to get there. Are you going to fly? Are you going to drive? And if you're going to drive, and if you're anything like me, you're going to map out the quickest route to get there because yes. you don't, you want to get there to that destination as quickly as possible. And right. that's what a financial coach does. Mm-hmm. You, you have a goal of being debt-free and building wealth. Well, I'm going to give you the, the map to get there as quickly as possible. Absolutely. Yes. And that's, again, that's so, so good. Having that map um, will help you to get get you where you need to be. It's kind of like having that GPS, you know? Yes. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> you know, I remember back in the day when we only used maps, so we had to read them. And now, you know, we've kind of upgraded to the GPS. And sometimes without having that GPS, you just, you can't find where you're going. <laughs> you just can't find that place. But, you know, again, it's kind of like having that GPS system with you financially. That's so true. And so out of your your passion, Karen, you have written a number of books and your number one Amazon best-selling book, Money Matters. Um, Can you share a little bit about that book um, with our listeners today? Absolutely. I will be more than happy to do so. Well, first of all, it's a play on words uh, because uh, I call it Money Matters for two reasons, because money does matter. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And the second reason is I discuss money matters in that book, matters Mm -hmm. of money. Mm -hmm. So the topics and the chapter headings that I have in that particular book, uh, there's one on tithing, which is the 10% factor, because I think sometimes the body of Christ has not grabbed a hold yes. of the revelation and understanding of the importance of tithing. Amen. Uh, I have a chapter on demolished debt uh, and the steps that you take to demolish that debt. Mm-hmm. I also talk about uh, the mind and the mouth, which will bring the manifestation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's so very important. And then I also talk about sowing seed offerings and uh, does God want you to have money? I, I'm still surprised to this day that some people still have the belief that 
you know, God wants us to be poor. Mm. But when I hear someone say that, I very respectfully ask them two questions. The first question I ask is, if God didn't want you to be wealthy, Mm-hmm. then why does his word say that he gives us the power to get wealth? Yes, yes, yes. That, that's the first question. And then the second question is, uh, it almost sounds humble uh, for a person to say, well, I just want enough for me and my family and, you know, and then I'm satisfied. And, and mm-hmm. that sounds kind of humble. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I say, well, if you only have enough for you, how are you going to help that single mom down the street that's yes. working two jobs and has yes. three kids and she's trying to make it? And yes. isn't it such a light to the gospel and mm-hmm. to Jesus Christ when the body of Christ is able to help people just because? Mm-hmm. Not because we're trying to get anything from them. There's a single mom down the street. We know her electric bill or her gas bill is coming due and she's struggling and just say, here, I just want to bless you here. Yes. Or, you know, somebody who, do, you know, is very tight and they don't have money to uh, maybe to get that pedicure or that manicure to make them feel good about themselves. You know, mm-hmm. you know, they're just struggling to make ends meet. And so, you know, when we're able to help those around us, that mm-hmm. it speaks volumes yeah. to them, as well as it, it glorifies God. I mean, yes. his word says, let your, let your light shine so before men that they will see your good works mm-hmm. and glorify your father who is in heaven. God gets glory when people see the good works that we're doing. Yes. I think that's such an important point that you bring up that, you know, that it is not a sin to be wealthy because as you shared that God wants us to be blessed so that we can be a blessing. That's right. You know, he wants us to be blessed so that we can be a blessing. And um, also, you know, another thing to, to keep in mind too, is that when we have the wealth that's needed, we can promote the kingdom of God. Amen. And there are souls that are tied and attached to our wealth because we need to be able to be in position um, to be able to minister effectively, to do outreaches effectively, to impact our community effectively. Yes, we certainly can pray, but we also need to, to have wealth behind it. And I believe it was Solomon, I believe, who said that money answereth all things. That's right. <laughs> Meaning that, you know, having that income, it does help because, again, we can be a blessing to so many other people. That's so very true. That's so true. You know, as we're talking, I'm just thinking as well, you know, maybe you're listening to this podcast right now and you're thinking, man, I surely would like to believe that, you know, what, what they're saying, but I don't know that I'll ever have anything. Or I just, I've, you know, I've struggled, my mom struggled, my, my grandparents struggled, you know, whatever, maybe it's a generational type thing, but I want to say to you, you know, there's always hope, whatever Mm -hmm. your financial situation is, there is always hope. And if you got into debt, you can get out of debt. And I'll say that again. If you got into debt, you can get out of debt. There are ways, there are methods, there are steps. Will it be an enjoyable process? Uh, In the beginning, maybe not. uh, But that doesn't mean that you can't get out of debt. 
you know, because if you got in it, you can get out. And, you know, I want to talk about just touching base on that one chapter in that book about the mind. You know, um, we know that the mind is so very powerful because the word says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So what we think about ourselves, what we think about our lives is so very important. So I want to encourage folks, if you're being bombarded by the enemy or even ourselves at times, uh, we can be our own enemy, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, is, is believing a lie or believing we'll never have anything. Just, you know, take captive that thought and say, you know what? No, that that thought does not line up to the word of God. And and just stop that thought in its tracks and we combat that thought with the word of God. So start meditating on, look up scriptures on the word or or look up scriptures on money and finances and prosperity and and abundance and, and begin confessing those because our thoughts become words, our Mm -hmm. words become actions, our actions become habits. Mm -hmm. So sometimes people have a habit of never having enough, Mm. always living paycheck to paycheck because they have a habit because of an action, because of word spoken, because it began with a thought. So if we can change that and it begins with, and, and in the beginning, you're going, you know, you're going to really be mindful to do this and ask the Lord to help you. Uh, If those thoughts come, help me, you know, recognize Mm -hmm. them immediately Mm -hmm. and pull that thought down and combat it with the word, because that's what Jesus did when the enemy tempted him and told him things, you know, during in the desert, during that 40 day fast, Jesus combated that with the word of God. So we combat that with the word of God and start believing and start speaking things that you want. You know, I heard somebody say one time, if you don't want that dog to come up on your porch, don't call it. <laughs> well, well now. <laughs> so if we don't want to walk in poverty, then we have to change our words and, and not say what we have Amen. because then we're just going to have more of what we have. In other words, don't say, well, I never have enough. No, mm. don't say that. Say the opposite. Mm-hmm. Don't say, well, I'm destined to live paycheck to paycheck. No, always say the opposite of what, of what is occurring. I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. I have more than enough. You know, God supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory, which Mm -hmm. brings me to a statement. If I may share, God never said that he would supply all of our needs according to our paycheck. Mm. He never said that he would supply all of our needs according to the U S economy. All right. And he never said that he would supply all of our needs according to the stock market. No, God said that he will supply all of our needs according to his riches in glory. Oh, that is such awesome teaching right there. (laughs) The fact that um, you just shared that it all really does begin with the mindset and our, our thought processes and, you know, the power of just biblical meditation on the scriptures will change the trajectory of your life. Oh, that's so true. It will change the course. It will change the direction, you know, that you are going in. So for those of you that are listening, um, Karen, she is dropping 
words of wisdom, words of knowledge and understanding that if we just take them and apply them, that it will work because the word of God, it will work. That's right. <laughs> you know, when you put it into effect, you've just got to put some, some work, work behind it. Yes, that's so true. <laughs> and so Karen, you work with so many um, different individuals when it comes down to debt um, from individuals who are $500 in debt to $800,000 in debt. Um, credit card debt. Um, when people come to see you, what would you say is one of the one areas that would is the most challenging? Is it credit cards? Is it just the discipline? Um, what is your experience with that? Well, generally speaking, most of the people that I coach uh, that have issues with debt have credit cards. But to be honest with you, the number one thing <laughs> that is the most challenging for people is budgeting, to be honest with you, because mm. just I'd say 99% of the time when I coach folks, I ask them uh, two questions. I say, do you, you know, get your paycheck? And at the end of the month, you're thinking, hmm, I made all that money this month wonder what happened to all of it. And mm -hmm. many of them say yes. And then I say, you know, at tax time, when you get that W-2 uh, from your employer, do you look at that income and think, man, what happened to all that money? Mm -hmm. And 99% of them will say, yeah, I do. And then I say, you don't budget, do you? Mm. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they say, no, we don't. And I wow. say, well, you know, the one number one way to take control of your finances is a budget. And see, discipline is what causes us to budget. Yes. And, you know, unfortunately, uh, people in the body of Christ, yeah. uh, because we have adapted to the to the culture rather mm. than uh, uh in, rather than us influencing the culture, the culture yes. has influenced us. Yes. And so therefore what's happening is, you know, the body of Christ isn't budgeting. We're undisciplined. Yeah. And it says in Hebrews that discipline is not pleasant, mm -hmm. but it reaps the great rewards of righteousness. Mm -hmm. And so discipline actually is not really supposed to be enjoyable yeah. But in the end, you will enjoy it because you have created these disciplines in your life. Mm. So a budget is a number one way of taking control of your finances. Absolutely. Wow. I like what you said about we have taken on the position of the culture rather than truly embracing the culture of the kingdom, yes. <laughs> you know, there yeah. is a kingdom culture that's, that's you know, right. throughout the scriptures. And so really embracing that versus because what's happening in the world culture does not work. That is so <laughs> true. Hey, we're in this world, but we're not of this world, right? That, that's right. That's right. That's right. And so, Karen, not only are you, you know, an author, but you're also an avid real estate investor. 
And oh, yeah. I, I think I saw something where you had you had bought properties for as little as ten dollars and turned those few dollars into thousands. Oh yes, and that is fun. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I fun. need to hear about this. Can you share a little bit about that? Certainly. <laughs> now the book is called You Can Do It. It's a simple guide in real estate investing, which is on Amazon as well. But uh, I am an avid real estate investor. I, I buy houses, I flip them, and I buy them at auctions, uh, wow. foreclosures, etc. But specifically, how I have bought properties for as little as $10 is a place called the State Auditor Auction. Every mm. state has a state auditor office. And one of the duties of the state auditor office is if people don't pay their personal property taxes or real estate taxes mm -hmm. on a specific property, then it ends up in the state auditor office. And those state auditor offices, they don't want to keep those properties on the books because they don't want to be responsible for them. So they'll auction them off. Mm -hmm. And the state in which I live, this may vary depending on where you live as to how much they start the bidding uh, and what dates those auctions would occur. But I have bought properties for as low as $10. And then when wow. I get the deeds, I'll enter the property and I'll decide whether I'm going to flip the pro property or if I'm just going to sell it to make a quick profit and let somebody else uh, flip it. But yeah, real estate is such a great adventure and it's a great investment. Mm. Uh, but I want to encourage folks, if you've never done it before, then you, you don't necessarily want to go out and buy a half million dollar home and, and try to flip it. You want to wow. start small, yeah. start small and get your feet wet and do one property at a time until you have an understanding. And of course, listen to podcasts like this you know, learn, read, you know, do your due diligence as well and mm -hmm. contact your state auditor office in your state. Yes. Wow. That is a golden nugget right there. So for our listeners that are listening, write that down, put that in your treasure chest. Uh, Cause that again is a truly a, a golden nugget that you've shared with us um, regarding that. So Karen, if there are individuals that would like to work with you, where can they find you? Well, certainly I have a website, which is karenford.org, and that's K-A-R-E-N-F-O-R-D.org. And um, you can check that website out. I have various products on there. And of course, you can contact me through that website. Um, and then, of course, my books are on Amazon as well. Wow. It has truly been a pleasure, a blessing um, hosting you on the show today, Karen. And would you mind praying a prayer for our listeners um, for their financial freedom on today? Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. Father, we just come before you right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we just thank you that you 
love every person that's that's listening to this podcast, Father. We thank you and we praise you, Lord, that you are the God of abundance. You are the God who is more than enough. You are the God that knows the end from the beginning. So no matter what financial situation people are in, whether they feel like it's the worst of the worst or whatever situation they're in, Father, we thank you, Lord, that your word holds the keys and the principles into demolishing debt and building wealth. And we thank you, Lord, that your grace is sufficient for every one of them. And we thank you, Lord, as they put feet to their faith, Lord God, and begin applying these action steps to their own lives. We thank you, Father, for quick uh, demolishing of debt. We thank you, Lord, for uh, grace in their budgeting capacity. And thank you, Lord, for wealth building to yes. each and every one of them. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Jesus amen. Name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, well, Karen, again, it has been my pleasure to host you on today. And I pray that God would continue to grace you with more grace and wisdom and understanding and knowledge to help the body of Christ to just become free uh, in the finances so that we can be a blessing to bless others. Amen. Thank you so very much. My pleasure. Uh, You enjoy your day now. Thank you. God bless. Thank you. For health tips, faith-based education, and inspiration, visit www.rockyourworldnaturally.com and on Facebook at Facebook forward slash rockyourworldnaturally and Twitter at twitter.com forward slash rockyourworld28.